0: Thanks for tuning in to Hungry Gen Audio Podcast. It would mean the world to us if you could help us spread the gospel message of Jesus by subscribing to, sharing, and leaving a review on this podcast. We are believing to see thousands saved locally and millions globally. Thanks and enjoy this week's message. Judges 16 in the story of Samson and Delilah. How many of you guys know of this story? Yeah. And so also we're going to be kind of comparing the story of Samson and Delilah and also Judas in the Bible. And I began to realize you know, earlier this week, or actually not earlier this week, I was hanging out with a friend of mine and we were speaking about... You know how sometimes, you know when you say a certain things. I don't know if you guys ever felt victim to the algorithm of of social media, but if you've ever experienced this thing where you're talking about something, and all of a sudden you go onto Instagram, and that very thing, lo and behold, is on your Instagram. Have any of you guys experienced that? Amen. What well, have you experienced the algorithm? Um, and so I begin to realize. Now, as I was preparing my sermon, as I was preparing for that, I began to realize that. There's an there's an algorithm there in in the social media. If anybody has seen the document Netflix documentary of you no know, social dilemma, they begin to speak about top executives and talking top, em- top employees. They begin to leave a company that they work for, a social media company, and they begin to you know raise the question that are we really in control with our social media? Or is there something behind the social media that begins to bring that begins to entice us to do things we've never thought of doing or to buy or to sell or to say or to do or to look like something we would, would never look like or do. And they talked about how, you no, know, as they, when they were in the company that they were, when they were making the algorithm or they were in there, they began to specifically put things into the algorithm that would, you no, know, entice people that, no, you now one thing, but, behind the scenes it was trying to entice them to lure them in, lure them in to do things to buy things to look like someone to to talk like something and there was an algorithm of the enemy. And this i began to realize if there's an algorithm in the social media as i began to talk and figure that out i began to realize how much more if in the spiritual in the physical world there's an algorithm on social media how much more it does the enemy the bible says that we have an enemy that he lures in the in the dark that he works behind the scenes that he comes to steal kill and destroy how much more spiritually is there an enemy and he has an algorithm to 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 show us certain things to show us certain things that we fall prey to we fall victim to and we think we're only grabbing onto something that's good but behind the scenes there's a plan of the enemy to kill steal and destroy our lives amen and so today I've come, we have come today to expose and expel the plans of the enemy. We have come in the first service, we we heard an amazing message by, by Jacob of the believer's arsenal, of equipping the saints and the believers with the weapons of the warfare. But I believe today we're going to leave also equipped with the weapons, but also equipped with the knowledge and the schemes of the enemy, of the plans of the enemy in this place. Amen if you're ready say I'm ready ready. amen amen so we're gonna read from Judges 16 verses 4 and we're just gonna kind of skip through this uh passage sometime later Samson fell in love with the uh, with a woman named Delilah someone say "Uh uh-oh who lived in the valley of Sarek, the rulers of the Philistines went to her and said, entice Samson to tell you what makes him so strong and how he can be overpowered and tied up securely. Then each of us will give you a thousand one hundred pieces of money, of silver. So Delilah said to Samson, please tell me what makes you so strong and what it would take to tie you up securely. I don't know why in the world Samson would be hanging out with this chick, but that's not my problem. Samson replied, If I were tied up with seven new bowstrings that were not yet uh, been dried, I would become as weak as anyone else. So the Philistine ruler brought Delilah seven new bowstrings and she tied Samson up with them. She had hidden some of the men. Want you listen to this? She, she had hidden some of the men in one of the inner rooms of her house. And she cried, Samson. The Philistines have come to capture you but Samson snapped the bowstrings as a piece of string snaps when it, it is burned by a fire so the strength of his so the secret of his strength was yet not discovered afterward Delilah said to him you've been making fun of me and telling me lies now please tell me how they can be how you can be tied up securely and and so this goes on for a couple more times where she's just nagging him nagging him nagging him and then it comes to a point where it says, verse 15, then Delilah powder, how can you tell me you love me? And blah, 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 blah. And she torments and nags him day after day and, and time after time until Samson was sick of it. Finally, Samson shared his secrets with her. My hair has never been cut. My dreads, they look as good as they look because they've never been cut. Amen. we got someone in the back, ushers with dreads. Come back one more time, she said, for he has finally told me his secret. So the Philistine rulers returned with the money in their hands. Delilah lured Samson to sleep with his head in, the, in her lap. And then she called in a man to shave off his seven locks with his hair, of his hair. And this way she began to bring him down and his strength left him. And then she cried out, Samson, the Philistines have come to capture. And when he woke up, he began to realize, I will do as before and shake myself free. But he didn't realize that the Lord has left him. So the Philistines captured him and gouged out his eyes. They took him to Gaza and now they began to chain him up and he began to be captured and bound. And I what I want to, first point I want to bring to you guys today is you will always get Delilah before you get the Philistines. So the plans of the enemy I want you guys to realize that we can be equipped with the weapons of the warfare we can we can have the the armory and the and the weaponry and the armor of God but if we do not know what we are fighting the bible says we're going to be like like people that wave our hands in the air and that are hitting the air you will swing but you'll not hit So today I want us to begin to come and begin to no Turn the, turn away the 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 veil of the enemy. No, take go into the the background of what the enemy is doing and begin to realize the plan of the enemy. So there is an algorithm of Satan. I begin to realize. You no, know, there's actually funny but horrible story. One time we were fasting as a church. We we're doing a three day fast and we're on the first day of our fast. And I had this horrible tendency of when I'm fasting, I look at food horrible tendency It like defeats the purpose but i'm working on myself and so i begin to fast and i begin to look at food and we begin to talk with brother jacob about food and and then you begin to realize i begin to realize this algorithm you no know, it hears instagram and here's what i'm saying and so lo and behold like the devil himself sent it i go on instagram and i was talking about mcflurry and an ad about an oreo mcflurry begins to pop up and so first day i'm like man are you kidding me and so whatever i kind of fight it all day i'm like no i'm not gonna do it i got two more days second day comes and i see it again on my story again and again and it looks better than it ever has in my life and i begin to realize and i fall kind of i begin to realize no i'm not gonna do it and the second day of the night i come and i'm already it's already 11 30 pm i'm in bed watching tv and i'm about to go to sleep and I check my Instagram one more time, and lo and behold, there is an Oreo McFlurry on my story. Sadly to say, twelve forty-five at night, I put on my clothes, <laughs> I sneak out tiptoe out the out the out the house, and uh, and so I begin to go into my car. It's already one in the morning. I begin to drive to to mcdonald's and going to the drive-thru and i and i order a large oreo mcflurry i want to say that I was a great man of god in that moment but i, I can't and so i took and as i'm driving home I, I ate it as fast as possible and my my uh i'm living with my brother they have a ring thing at the doorbell so specifically i parked my car on the other side of the house and i walked after i finished my oreo mcflurry i walked threw it away in the garbage got back into my car reparked 10 feet in front of the ring and walked into the house quietly and so no one knew and i begin to realize how much social media there's an algorithm there's something behind this algorithm that we are not really in control that, no, we look at certain things and this algorithm begins to make us do things that we'd never do. We'd buy things we'd never buy with money we'd never had for people we never liked. How much more, the Bible says, the enemy kills, steals, and destroys. How much more... Does the enemy show us things, has an algorithm that entices us and lures us in to do things we've never wanted to do, never thought we would do with money we never had. And he begins to lure us in and he shows us an Oreo McFlurry, but we end up with regret. Amen. And this story about Samson and Delilah, I begin to realize the scheme of the enemy. How the enemy works is he always will bring you Delilah before he brings you the Philistines. That's how the algorithm works. He shows you Oreo McFlurry, but it never showed me in small print Zachy. You're gonna regret this. It just shows me the Oreo McFlurry. But what came after that was the regret, was the shame. And I understand the Oreo McFlurry, not a big deal. But then I begin to realize how many of us in life does the enemy know show us something no bring something to us and he lures us in and we fall into the schemes of the enemy we fall into the trap of the enemy and we thought it was all fun and games until we we end up with a generational curse until we end up in in sin until we end up into addiction and then you begin to say what that didn't show on the fine print and the thing it didn't show on the graphic it didn't show when the enemy no brought it up to you delilah looks good And some of us, we might not realize that, no, we're only in the room with Delilah. And I understand Philistines might not be in the room, but they're in the house. So when you, the enemy works, he works to entice. The Bible says that the Philistines brought, told uh, Delilah, try to entice him. So the Delilah comes and it comes and it looks good. No, it's tasty. It, it looks it, it looks appealing. But what you want to see and what you have to know as believers, as Christians, that behind Delilah there is Philistines. Behind that that thing that the devil, that culture says is safe, the the, the Christ says is a sin. Behind that very thing that the, the the world says looks good, behind that is a generational curse. Is, is addiction is bondage. In the same way the devil looks at us to destroy our lives and he will bring to us and it, it will look good. The devil will always appeal, his attempt, his temptations will always appeal to our desires. Amen. If you look at the story of Jesus, when Jesus was fasting 40 days and 40 nights, the Bible says he was hungry. It's very, very good to pinpoint that Jesus, you no know, son of man, son of God, he was hungry. So even him, he got tired. In times of life, we are going to come to a point where we are weak, where we are tired, and we need Jesus. But we see Jesus, he is tired, he is hungry. And what does the devil bring up to him, tempt him with? Not money, not real estate. He tempts him with bread. He tempts him with food. So the devil is very sneaky. We Sometimes we feel like, well. No, i'll know the plans of the enemy because no the enemy's going to come out with a red suit with a pitchfork and uh, i'm coming to get you. you know what i mean and and we think and sometimes yeah it's cool like paranormal activity things No, we believe that stuff happens but a lot of the times the devil doesn't come with you no know, with that kind of stuff he comes in in, in the areas that we are familiar with he becomes and he brings begins to bring to us Delilah things that seem tempting things that seem no things that seem enticing and what that does is it's an algorithm it shows you and you begin to look at it and it what it does is it begins to try to lure you in into sin and the thing is the devil will never tell you the warning. No, he'll he'll give you the alcohol. The commercials give you the alcohol, but the commercials never tell you about DUI the next morning. The commercials will give you this, but the commercials will never tell you. No, the the abuse that happened at night, the, the broken marriage, the broken relationship, the broken family. And so the devil will give you Delilah, but he won't tell you about the Philistines. Amen. And so today as Christians, we have to begin to be aware of the plans of the enemy. First step is who's behind it. No when you when you no, God begins to say in Joshua one that no you will meditate on my word day and night to do what it, everything that is according to it and that you will make your way prosperous and that you will have good success. Why would he say good success? Because there's times in life no there's there's good success and there's bad success. And so the devil will begin to bring to you No, different types of things and the algorithm of the enemy who will begin to try to lure you in into sin and so the first step is you have to see no, what is behind it what is behind this thing that, that that is being offered to me what is behind this very thing and then the second thing we have to see is what is the cost amen what is this gonna cost us because the temptation it will look good and and the devil will come in a form of you no know, your desires the devil will come in the form of sometimes too it will look good cuz Delilah looked good and it was soft and it was comfortable but what the the bible doesn't what Delilah doesn't tell Samson is there's Philistines in the room if you look at verse 9 it says she had men hidden in the inner rooms of her house See, when it works with the devil, the devil will always give with his right everything that you want. But with his left hand, he will take everything that depends in your life. So as Christians, we have to be aware of everything that he is doing. So Delilah could be anywhere in our life. The devil will masquerade this Delilah in so many different names, in so many different ways. And we begin to realize that we fall prey to this. We fall victim to what... the the devil brings and then we begin to realize and we begin to live in regret we begin to live in in shame we begin to live in things that we never wanted and delilah is something that we see but philistines is something that we don't see no the thing the devil offers is something that we see in front of us but behind that what we don't see is a shame is a guilt is a condemnation and some of us here we have fallen prey we have fallen victim to that amen we have fallen victim to the algorithm of of the of the of devil we have fallen to the schemes because we have No, even as christians we we live a life and then we we fall into the temptations and we don't realize next thing we realize no we got that thing that we wanted samson got delilah but what happened next thing next morning he lost his hair he lost his eyes what is the cost of what you're getting judas if we look at the story of judas judas came and he sold jesus out for 30 shekels of silver uh, of money but next thing you realize is judas he got Jesus, jesus but the bible says that he felt remorse he got what he wanted but then he didn't want what he got that's what works with the devil the devil comes to you and he will bring to you things that you want things that you feel like you desire but i'm going to tell you any success anything that that you overpay for has satan behind it samson got delilah but he overpaid the price judas got jesus but he overpaid why did he overpay because the next thing it led to was death So if you get everything you wanted, but it costed you your faith, it costed you time with family, it costed you time fasting, it costed you time in prayer, I'm going to tell you, you overpaid a price. You overpaid for that very thing. Can I get an amen? The devil is sneaky and he will show up. He will show up and he will begin to take The very thing that your life depends on and destroy it. Now I believe why Samson. Samson found rest in the lap of Delilah. Is because he didn't find rest in Jesus. See Samson, we can easily avoid Delilah. If we're not looking for love in other places. See but Samson was looking for love and he ended up in the lap of Delilah. So us as Christians, we can avoid the the traps of Satan. We can avoid the schemes of Satan if we find our satisfaction in Jesus. See, in Proverbs, in Proverbs 27, 7, it says, One who is full despises even the sweetest of honey. But to one who is hungry, even bitter food tastes sweet. I wonder why some of us, we fall to the schemes of Satan. It's because we're starving. If we were full, we would never even fall victim to Delilah. If we were full of what Jesus offers, if we were full of the Word of God, of the Spirit of God, we would never look for love in other places because we have our love in Jesus. If we were full of the Spirit of God, we would never look and lay in the lap of Delilah, but we have to find our rest in Jesus. How we avoid the trap of the enemy, how we avoid falling into his algorithm is if we in the first place are fulfilled in Jesus. come on church i believe this is going to break some chains in in, in this place it's going to break some lies in this is some strongholds in this place because we as christians some of us come and we fall victim to to what the devil offers one because we are not fulfilled with jesus we have to consecrate ourselves to christ so that we don't compromise with culture we have to consecrate ourselves with Jesus because when you consecrate yourself, see Jesus was tempted, but he was filled with the word of God. So we can avoid, that. You, can, you can't avoid temptation. You can't avoid the devil. Sometimes people say, well, I don't believe that the devil is real. Well, that doesn't matter. He's still real. Now I don't believe that he's out there. Well, that doesn't matter because he still kills, steals, and destroys whether you believe him or not. So, the first way of losing a battle with the enemy is not knowing his existence. But when you bring the light to the plans of the enemy, you begin to expose and expel his thing. And then you can begin to use your weapons to destroy it. See, the plans of the enemy is like, you no, know, life is sometimes like a, a landmine field. You begin to go through it, but if you don't know where the mines are, where the landmines are, every, every step that you take is a guess. You're guessing, am I going to trip up? Am I going to fall? Am I going to mess up? Am I, I going to sin? But the reason, uh, to a non-believer, life is dangerous. But to us as Christians, we don't live life guessing step by, fa- step, by step because we have the blueprint to the landmine field. That blueprint is the Word of God. And the Word of God says that He orders us steps. The Word of God says that when we pass through the waters, it will not drown us. When we go through the fire, it will not burn us. And we go being afraid of the schemes and the plan of the enemy when we first we know who's behind it we know the source behind it and two we know the cost the cost that it's no the price that that we have to pay amen now where is the delilah in your life now where in life are you overpaying a price no you got that success you got that thing that you wanted no you felt trapped to the to the algorithm but but then you ended up not wanting what you got have anyone you ever ordered a package you got the package and you're like dang I don't want that that's how it is with the devil no you you get what the devil God gave to you you got what you wanted and then you end up not wanting what you got. That's what happened with Judas. He got the 30 shekels, but the Bible said he ripped his clothes and he threw his, the, the 30 shekels at, at the feet of uh, the, the priest and uh, the core council. And he didn't want it because he realized and he regretted. And the Bible said he went and committed suicide. That's how it works with the devil. He begins to come and he begins to entice us. He begins to bring in Delilah in our lives. Sometimes it's job, it's a career. And you realize you got the career, you got the job. But what you have to sacrifice, prayer. You had to sacrifice coming to church. You had to sacrifice, no, fasting. You had to sacrifice spending time with family. Or sometimes it's spending too much time with family that you miss church. And the devil masqueraded in a way that it seems good. And if we fall into the trap. We fall into the victim. We fall victim to the algorithm of the enemy. Because we fall into what culture says is safe. But Christ says is a sin. In those moments we have to be full. When we come to the point of weakness. Because I'm going to I guarantee you, everyone here. We are going to come to a point. We're going to come to a place in life. In our walk, we're turning where we feel tired. Where we feel weak. And we have to in that very moment not fall prey to the victor, to the algorithm of the enemy. Not fall prey to what the devil offers to us. But we have to be full of Christ. Sometimes we, 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 well, that's what culture says. That's what, that's what the, no the world says. Culture didn't die in the cross. Christ did. So we have to live on what God says. We have to begin to live off what his word says and begin to be aware. We have to be aware of what the enemy is doing in our lives. We have to be aware because we have the, and the guns. We have the ammunition, We have the arsenal. But if you don't know where you sprang, you're spraying, you're going to miss. And then you're going to begin to wonder, what if, if you don't know the schemes of the enemy, you're going to begin to fight battles that you're not supposed to fight. You're gonna to begin to fight a physical battle that can only be won spiritually. And you're gonna to begin to swing into the air, but when you knew as a Christian what you're fighting and you begin to, no, no, hit the devil on his head, you begin to break the schemes of the enemy and then you can end up being victorious and now living in life in hell. Amen. And in times, no, when you don't know the schemes of the enemy, you're gonna to begin to blame God for it. You begin to bl- blame God, say, God, what is going on in my life? What, what is, why, why is this happening? And then we give God sometimes credit for what the devil does. And we give God the credit for, for the schemes of the enemy. But what you don't realize is there is an algorithm. As much as there's an algorithm for social media, even more the Bible says we are fighting principalities, kingdoms of darkness. That is out there to kill, steal and destroy. And we have to know as Christians where he works and where he's lurking, where he's, no, in our lives. So number one is who's behind it he's crafty he's sneaky he's going to begin to bring a temptation that's going to begin to fulfill your desires He's going to bring a temptation that fulfills your needs that's going to begin to look like Delilah but what you have to see is behind Delilah there's Philistines and number two you have to see what is the cost what is the price I'm going to have to pay? Because any success that costs your integrity, that costs your faith, that costs your, your, your prayer life, that costs your, no, your, life, your life with your family is a success from the devil. Amen. Don't fall prey to it. Some of us, we are in where we are because we have fallen victim to what the devil have, has offered He won't advertise the symptoms of, of the product. You have to begin to realize the product has to match the price. Is this thing that I'm paying for, am I overpaying for it? Is it going to cost me my faith? Is it going to cost me my relationships? Is it going to cost me my purity, my, my integrity? Is it going to cost me my morals? And if it's going to cost you that, it's better not to take it. Because you're going to get that success. You're going to get that thing what you want. But then you're not going to want what you get. And then you're going to begin to realize that this success will lead to death. This success will gonna lead to compromise. And the compromise will lead to death. Amen. There's Delilah and there's Philistines. You have to begin to realize that Delilah will always lead to compromise sin this thing with the algorithm the enemy will always lead to to compromise because we see that delilah she says hey what is your secret what is your secret time after time what is your secret what are you doing and he says no He well, gives him a little bit gives her a little bit something she asks again gives her a little bit something asks again give her a little bit something until it led to finding out her secret his secret See Delilah was never after his secret, he was after her strength. The, the Bible, no the devil is not after no your thing, he's after your face, your prayer. He's after, you no, know, taking you away from your faith, taking you away from the body of Christ. So if he can, if he can offer something, you no, know, if he can put in the algorithm something that will entice to get you to lure you out, I'm going to tell you that Delilah's asking for your secret, but the Philistines are asking for your strength. And the devil has come to kill, steal, and destroy, but we as Christians have to be aware of his, of his plan and be, you know, a conqueror in Jesus name. and this is how it works this is the scheme of the enemy he comes and brings something tempting and number two and he's going to begin to lead you into compromise compromise little bit by little bit compromise this compromise that and some of us think, well, devil is just going to destroy us. Devil is not destroying me because the devil will destroy in like something big, like completely in my life. No, yeah, there's times that devil does that, but the devil likes to work small. Sometimes we, you know, we say the phrase, everything big starts small as a, as a, in a good way, but it's the same with the devil. Every big crash starts with small compromise because he compromised a little, gave her, a, gave her a little, gave her a little until it ended up in his death amen it ended up in his death compromise will cost you your life culture will say it's safe when christ says it's a sin and what satan says is success christ says is bondage judas he got what he wanted but then he dropped everything committed suicide anything that costs you integrity in your faith is overpaid for the only thing that was paid a full price was your life and Jesus paid the high price for your life so today we don't have to overpay for what the devil offers and i'm going to tell you sometimes it's tempting sometimes it's it seems fulfilling but if you are fulfilled in your own heart in your own spirit i'm going to tell you you will even deny the sweetest of honey but when you are not fulfilled within your spirit you will take anything and everything that the devil offers compromise It starts that way. You will compromise a little bit. You will compromise one day of prayer. You will compromise one service. You will compromise that time that you fasted. And you will fall into that. But I'm gonna tell you, devil leaves you broken, busted, and disgusted. The devil will leave you broken, he will take everything from you because you will get that very thing, you will get that thing, and if God is but not behind it, I'm gonna tell you, it will leave you empty samson the next morning he got what he wanted from delilah but the next morning it costed him his hair it costed him his vision and then it costed him his life i'm going to tell you if we fall victim to the algorithm of the enemy it will cost us our strength it will cost us it will cost us our vision for life the vision that god has for you and it will cost you spiritually death amen you will begin to realize passion for God is out the window things that you are passionate about is no longer there and you will begin to see time after time that you have fallen victim to that you have fallen victim to what the devil has said and you begin to see small compromise will lead to a big crash no it compromised a little bit now you gave up this you gave up that you gave up a little bit a little bit and the next thing you realize the devil has your life in his hands Ask yourself a question tonight. Where in my life do I have Delilah? Where in my spiritual life is there Delilah? Where in my career, my family is there Delilah? Is there that thing that the devil has offered? And ask yourself the question, who is behind that? You have to begin to see you have to begin to know the the plans of the enemy because the devil is like a like a like a dog on a leash. No, the dog can bark all you want but the dog got limited territory. As long as we Do not step into the dog's territory, we will not get bit. But if we as Christians don't know where the line is crossed, if we as Christians don't know where the territory of the devil is, we will step into it and the next thing we will realize we are, we got a package we never wanted. See us as Christians, we are blind to the plans of the enemy. Some Christians believe it or not, we don't even believe that the devil is real. We don't believe, some people don't believe that the enemy is real. And so that way we fall and we are blind. And sometimes we even walk on the line of sin. Well, I'm not really going out and I'm not really doing that. I'm not really, no, fully going into it. And next thing you realize, that Delilah entices us and we fall into sin. But if the enemy has an algorithm, we have a plan. Our plan is the word of God. our our plan our blueprint to life is the word of God and the plans and the schemes of the enemy will not fall prey to it we will not fall victim to it but we'll be able to destroy it with the arsenal of the believing with the weapons of our warfare the bible says that our weapons are not carnal but they are mighty through God and the pulling down of strongholds and so today we can come in our prayer line and we can break every plan of the enemy we can begin to come against every single scheme every single algorithm of the enemy and begin to go out free in Jesus mighty name because what good is it if today we go into a prayer line and we defeat the enemy but tomorrow you fall back into it because you're not aware of what the enemy was doing I don't know if some of you guys have ever seen that video I posted it on my Instagram once of the goat It gets pulled out of the rut and the goat runs 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 jumps right back into the rut that's what happens when you don't know the schemes of the enemy that's the algorithm. No, you get out of one thing and then the, it shows you a McFlurry and then you, you go for it. And then you begin to compromise a little bit, a little bit. And then you begin to tiptoe around life and trying to hide in sin. You begin to tiptoe in life and next thing you realize you tiptoe yourself into a curse. And number three, I'm going to bring to you guys is the devil's plan leads always to death who's behind it what is the cost that you have to pay and three what is the destination no this who's behind it where's the fingerprints here what price do you have to pay and what's behind the destination where does this lead does this lead to life or does this lead to death for judas for samson it led to death spiritual death no, you, you try that. That's why sometimes we try the weed, we try the, the drugs, we try the affair, we try the cheating, we try this, we try that. And it seems good at, at first, but next thing you realize, you found yourself in addiction. And then you got what you wanted, but you don't want what you got. And you find yourself in, in bondage, you find yourself in chain. When we find ourselves in things that we never even thought that we would do. And then we find ourselves in a affair and you would say, I'll never do this. But you found yourself in it. That's the plans of the enemy. But us as Christians, we have to be aware of that in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this week's message. If you like what you've heard, you can find more of this great content on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and even Pinterest. In other words, we would love to connect with you for the latest and greatest info on all conferences and internships. Remember, better is not good enough. The best is yet to come.